Cause I know that there's peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name Jesus. Till every dark addiction starts to break. Declare there is hope and there is freedom. I speak
of a message for y'all tonight this uh, morning but I want to talk to our young people a little bit because of the season huh what it what Halloween that's right that's what it is Charlie Brown called it the time of the great pumpkin yeah so anyway I'm going to take my text from uh, Acts chapter 19 and if you would, uh, those that can, stand with us as I uh, take my text here this morning. Probably won't be very long, but uh, we want to try to talk. And you know, I know us older folks, we've, we've heard messages and, and lessons about these things, but it's always a good reminder for us. Acts chapter 19 
We'll start in verse 18. And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. Many of them also which used curious arts brought their books together and burned them before all men. They counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. And so I want to go back and talk to us about all of these who had gotten saved, how they brought these curious arts, their books, their instruction books, their illustration books. If I could say it this way in your time, your comic books. Okay? And so uh, let's, uh, let's bow our heads right now. Dear Lord Jesus, Lord, we've got a couple more generations here of young people. And I'm not so sure that they hear this message where they're coming from and where they're living at or at school. But Lord, you laid it upon my heart to be able to try to talk to them and to help them to understand that the things that so many people glorify are the things that you're against. Help us, Lord, here this morning. Give us the words. Help us, Lord, to touch these young hearts and help them, Lord, to grow thereby. That, Lord, they might love you and serve you and be a, a difference in their generation. That, Lord, they might be the next, Lord, preachers and teachers and missionaries, Lord. And that, Lord, they might be able to help their generation come by. Anoint these feeble lips of clay, we pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated in the church here this morning in the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> so... I just have to confess to you that uh, a lot of us, when we were younger, we celebrated Halloween. And when I was young, it was a great, one of the greatest events that we had that I liked. And you know why I liked Halloween so much? I, even more out of Christmas than any other one? Got excess of candy. Got more candy than any of those other things. More candy than what was in my little, um, my little, um, no, the little uh, sock at Christmas time, you know. Got way more candy than that. Got more candy than what I got in my Easter basket. You know what I'm talking about? Huh? And so it was all about Halloween. And um, it was fun to be able to dress up and, uh, have all these little costumes and to do these great things. I remember sometimes when Halloween came by, it was cold. Sometimes it was wet. Uh, most all the time it was dark. Um, you know? And I have to tell you that when I was a young child, a young person, probably even up till I was about 17, I did Halloween religiously hello come on and so you know what the old saying is I was young and dumb young 
and dumb. What? I just didn't realize. I didn't know. And so uh, I want to talk to you young people here today because a lot of times your friends, maybe even your parents, will want you to do some things that are not really what God intended. Halloween. The original part about Halloween, uh, let's see here, wait a minute, I, I'm getting, not following my little outline here. Um, as I grew, as I grew up, the part of Halloween that I liked the most was the scary part. Huh? Y'all like the scary part of Halloween? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Must be on track. And, um, and it seemed like the older I got also, it seemed like around me during Halloween, they emphasized more and more of the blood and gore. Yes. Who knows what yes. gore is? It's like seeing a hand, you know, uh, it's been cut off, something like that, gore. And then, uh, then they got to the place where there were just so many skeletons, severed body parts, ghosts, goblins, uh, vampires, witches, sorcerers, huh? But I'm going to tell you something. That is not what Halloween was supposed to be. Amen. Halloween has been, or uh, All Hallows' Eve. That's the same word put together. Actually goes all the way back into the early, uh, shortly after the uh, church came out. Uh, and one of the first people that it hallowed as for Halloween was Stephen. Huh? He said, what are you talking about, Brother Jeff? They made a special day to remember Stephen. Who in here knows who Stephen is? He was considered the first martyr of the church. He was the one that was stoned because of his testimony for Christ. And so to remember him, they had a special day that they remembered who he was, what he was, his passing, and why he passed. Why did he pass? Because he stood up. He was a uh, he was a martyr for Jesus Christ. Amen. He was a man who was brave and said, "I don't care if the whole world goes against Jesus. I'll stand with Jesus." As a matter of fact, as he was uh, as they were throwing uh, stones at him and pelting him and killing him, he looked up and he said, "And I see the Lord sitting on the right hand of the Father." Hallelujah. Amen. He saw him. He was alive. But he was not the last martyr. And there were many more martyrs that came. And as time went on, it got to the place where there were so many martyrs, every day of the year was a particular martyr's holiday. Huh? That's almost too much to, to be doing. Huh? And the way they would celebrate that particular person, maybe there was something unique. Everyone has something unique about them and the way they dress, maybe the way they act or the way they talk. 
And so they would have the children dress up like Stephen to remember Stephen. Huh? Well, it got to where there were so many martyrs in the church that the church came together and said, let's just have one day that we remember the martyrs. One day out of the year. Because really and truly, it's church. I don't know if you guys know this or not, young people, but the church celebrates life. We don't celebrate death. We celebrate life. And when you celebrate life, you celebrate things that are alive. Look around here. Huh? Do any of y'all see any skulls? You know why? Because a skull is a representation of death. Do any of you see uh, skeletons around? No. Huh? No. Do any of you see uh, uh, graves uh, portrayed here in the church? No. Now, there is one thing that we keep in the church that is a representation of death to most of the world, but to us, it's life. Can you tell me what that is? The cross. The cross was one of the worst instruments of death. How many of you know what a guillotine is? Huh? That's where a big uh, uh, sharp blade falls down, comes across the back of a person's neck, and lifts his head off. Okay? But it's the cross that we glory in. Amen. Not in the electric chair. Not any of these other things. We celebrate life. Okay? And Halloween has become, it's not what the purpose of it was, it's not what it was designed to do, but it has become the day that represents death. And all things sinful and horrid. Huh? I bow my head. Because I'm ashamed of it now. To think, I used to like to dress up as a vampire. You know what a vampire does? That's right. That's right. It's a demonic being. It is a being who is filled with the devil. Oh! Of course, I don't think we have any parents that participate with Halloween. How would you let a child, your child, dress up in such? It's like, no, huh? Or what's that? Uh, Anyway, they got all kind of different people out there that are dressed up like that. And even worse, you know, some people dress up like, uh, I can't even think of all of them because I don't think on those things all the time. But Halloween is for now has become this thing that represents death and and uh, sin and represents all kind of things that are contrary to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, now people they uh, they dress up like devils or they drink blood. Uh-huh. People act like they're drinking blood. Or or they like they're worshiping false gods. And so 
These people, sometimes they, they dress up, you know, like murderers, uh, demons, witches. Huh? You know what a white, white witch is? Who knows what a white witch is? Huh? It's the same thing as a black witch. It's just they're lying to you. Because a witch is a witch is a witch. And none of them are of God. Right. Sorcerers. There are no good sorcerers. Okay? No. They are worshiping Satan. And sometimes Satan is so crafty that he gets the person to believe that they are not worshiping him. Right. Amen. Um, if you go through, I'm trying to remember, it's the, uh, the Shriners, you know, the Masonic Lodge. Did you know they don't start really identifying who that great being is until you become one of the very top names. And then they let you know it is not Jesus Christ or the God that we serve. Amen? It is another God. And so there are all kind of false worships and things going on out there. And personally, I don't want to be like that. Huh? You don't see me wearing... Oh, I might get in trouble here because I hadn't looked at what... You don't see me wearing a t-shirt here with Budweiser on it. No. Huh? What would you think of a preacher wearing a Budweiser shirt? Huh? Or maybe uh, some kind of rum shirt, you know? Or maybe have a, per a picture of a dirty girl on there. Huh? I'm talking to you young people. You know why you don't wear those kind of things? Because that's who you are being associated with. Amen. Huh? Right. You know how come I You know how come I don't dress in pink and do my fingers and do like that? Because I'm not associating with people who are homosexual or gay or that such. Amen. Okay? Because those things are contrary to the Word of God. I'm not also not saying for us to go out there and to be mean, disrespectful, or rude to anybody. God loves everyone and desires for all of them to be saved. But we've got to come out of our sins. We don't keep doing that. Amen? Whenever, if you were a murderer before you got saved, you know what you do? You stop murdering. If you were a thief before you got saved, you know what you do after you get saved? You stop stealing stuff. If you were a prostitute or a whore or an effeminate, amen? When you get saved, you stop doing those things. Amen. If you were a big flirt before you got saved, you stop doing those things. And after you get amen. saved, you're still not a big flirt. Amen. Okay? So, I'm just giving you a list when you go out there and you think about Halloween. Where does it come from? Our nation, by and large, has lost the sense of right and wrong, the sense of noble and right. If a man is honest, if a man does not revile again, do you know what that means, revile? If a man will not insult you back when you insult him, y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay, if somebody trash talks you, how's that? Huh? If somebody uh, trash talks you, you know, and say, you are ugly, you are, you know, uh, 
You know, and your mama wear, that's what they used to say when I was young, your mama wears army boots and all that kind of stuff, you know? Instead of saying, oh, no, and giving it back to them, right. instead you just don't reply anything. Amen. Or you just say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Huh? Giving right. a kind. Then you're considered weak. But in our country, that's the way it is. But according to the Lord, you're strong. Can I tell you something? It's easy to be like the other person that's mean. It's easy to be uh, insulting. It's easy to be rude. It's easy to, to do evil. But oh, to live righteous and to live holy in this present day. That's what God calls us to do. Did you know that there's a scripture in the Bible? 1 Thessalonians 5 and 22. It says to abstain from all appearance of evil. Amen. Huh? You, can't, you youngins know what that means? Abstain? It means stop. stop. Don't do it. Amen. Don't do it. You know what appearance means? Huh? It's the way you look. Don't look like you're going to do evil. In other words, don't look like you're going to be a murderer. Don't look like you're going to be a killer. Don't look like you're going to be a, a prostitute or, or somebody like that. Don't look like you're going to be a magician. Did you know a magician? You know what magicians do? They lie to you. How do they lie to you? Through your eyes. Amen. Amen. They are playing tricks on you and lying to you. And so I'm talking to you young people about things that I want you to pay attention to. Do you want to be like that? Huh? I'm honest with you when I say this. Being a magician is very attractive. To do those neat tricks. Huh? But it's contrary to what the Lord wants you. And can I tell you something? If you are a genuine Christian, the Lord gives you things that you can do that are even greater than that. Amen. Greater than that. I go on these scriptures. Um, <clears throat> Exodus 23 and 7. Keep thee far from a false matter and the innocent and the righteous slay thou not for I will not justify the wicked. You don't kill people. You stay away from things that are trouble, a false matter. Huh? You stay away from those things. And then over in Isaiah, <clears throat> Isaiah uh, 33 and 15, it says, He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppression, in other words, stealing or by fraud, that uh, shaketh his hands, from holding of bribes that stoppeth the ears from hearing of blood and shutting his eyes from seeing evil. Did you know our country at one point in New York City, listen to me young people, in New York City, there would be times that people would die, a heart attack or something, or they would get mugged, or they might be killed, and there's a crowd of people all around them and nobody did anything. Isn't that terrible? That's what these scriptures are talking about. When you see something evil, something wrong going on, don't just ignore it. 
Call your parents. Call the police. Amen. Call on the Lord. And then Romans 12 and 17 says, Recompense no man evil for evil and provide things honest in the sight of all men. In other words, if, if uh, JJ hits one of you, don't hit him back. Don't hit nobody, JJ. Don't be doing that now, okay? And, uh, you know, all these kind of things. Don't recompense. Don't give hate back for hate. Don't cuss somebody back because they cussed you. Don't do these evil things. God has called us to show love and compassion and kindness and at sometimes what they call a stiff upper lip. You know what a stiff upper lip is? It's a British thing. Anyway, <clears throat> when somebody is attacking you, sometimes the best thing to do is just don't say anything at all. Just give them a stiff upper lip. I'm not talking about a grimace. Don't go, Rrr. my pastor said give you a stiff upper lip. No, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about just walk away politely. Walk away peaceably. Amen. Young boys, I'm going to tell you, it'll keep you from being at the principal's office at school. Yeah, uh-oh. I'm sorry. It'll keep you from uh, getting a whooping from your mom or your dad or you know, your grandparents or whoever's with you. Amen. So don't recompense. Don't give evil for evil. Exodus 28 and 18. You know what it says? It says, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Huh? We don't live under those days anymore. Okay? But still, we are not to partake with witchy, witchcraft or things of witchcraft. And I want to say something even to the adults. Be careful, adults, about the vitamin movements, the uh, pure uh, health-grown stuff and all that. A lot of that gets right on the edge of witchcraft, potions, uh, uh, special plants and all that. That's right on the edge of it and you better be careful not to get involved with all that, okay? In Micah 5 and 12, said, I will cut off witchcrafts uh, out of thine hand and thou shalt have no more soothsayers. Any of y'all been to a fortune teller? Huh? Any of you ever put a quarter in the fortune teller thing and put your palm up there on there? That's amazing that, that they automate everything nowadays. But anyway, huh? We don't go to that. We don't do those things. Do you read your horoscope in the morning? You ought to be reading your Bible instead. Amen. And so the background and the history of Halloween is a holy thing. It's a time to remember those great saints of God that have gone on before us. Ministers, pastors, friends. That's what Halloween was supposed to be for. They had church services for that. OK, 
okay? But a lot of this stuff that's going on now, that's not for the Lord. That's not for godly people, okay? I have to admit, I went out trick-or-treating one time more after I started coming to the Lord. I think I was 17 or 18 years old before I really got saved. But I was heading toward the Lord. I didn't go out in any costume. I was just a six foot two, skinny teenager with a Walmart bag going to door to door. And afterwards I got to thinking, that's scary. That's scary. <laughs> I was wondering why people sometimes would, you know. We have to be careful. Our minds have been, been brainwashed and trained to look at evil things and to say nothing to that. We need to be careful. We need to be careful. You know what? What we need to do is to be looking up. I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to close. I'm sorry. I'm trying to close. We need to be looking up. Jesus Christ, a real man in a real time, but he wasn't just a man, he was the Son of God. Amen. He was born and he was raised. And He was something that none of us in here were. He was perfect in everything He did. Right. He never sinned. He never backtalked His parents. Never gave the teachers a hard time. He always was obedient. He played. He had fun. But I can tell you, you can play and have fun without being evil or doing wrong. Yeah. And as He grew... Amen. In time, He did many mighty miracles. Can I tell you something? Christians are alive. I know we look pretty dead today. I'm sorry. It's my preaching. I'm not doing too hot with it. But anyway, we look pretty dead today. But really and truly, God's people are alive. Brother Robert got to talking about having the resurrection of Christ in us. And I got to thinking, you know, when a person's body dies and they put it in a grave, all of those cells are not functioning anymore. Did you know that we are electrical beings? Did you know that? That all the atoms in our bodies have little electrical shocks. Did you know our brain and our memory is controlled by little electrical shocks? And that that memory is implanted into our brains through a little electrical shocks. Huh? We are alive. But oh, can I tell you, whenever the Lord comes and lives within us, He gives us a different electrical being in us that is more powerful, amen, than what just regular living is. He gives us that power of the resurrection within us. The Holy Ghost living within us. I don't know if you can imagine the Holy Ghost living within us. Come on. You know why? 
Because it was the Holy Ghost whenever the Lord said, let there be an earth. He was the one that put it together. Amen. When He said, let there be light, it was the Holy Ghost that brought that light into being. Amen. When He did all of the miracles, it was through the power of the Holy Ghost, which is also God. Hallelujah. We're to be alive. I don't want to be no dead stone. I don't want to be no stone that has to be rolled around. I want to do my own rolling. Amen. Amen. I wish someone would help me get a, I need a jar of jumping beans. I want a jar of jumping beans. These youngins, I don't believe, really know what jumping beans are. We, we need to show them. Amen. But you know what? God will save any of y'all. Yeah. And it doesn't matter about your parents. It doesn't matter about your friends. It doesn't matter where you live at or how smart or how dumb you are. And I say that respectfully because I was not the sharpest stick in the box. How do you like that? Huh? But the Lord will save us. Yes, He will. He'll keep us. He'll protect us. I'm a firm believer that God will protect all of y'all where you live at. I don't know your living conditions. I don't know if there's violence around your house, drug dealing around your house, if there's trouble going on, but the Lord will protect you where you are at. Yes, He will. And what does He ask for all of that? For you to love Him and to serve Him day by day. Sister Sheila, if you would come, have us a song. If we could, let's stand all across the house. Amen. We need to recognize Halloween as it's currently being Celebrated in most places. Not all, but in most places. is celebrating death and not life. We as Christians need to celebrate life. His resurrection. His healing power. His keeping power. His delivering power from demonic force. Did you know if you are a Christian... A true, genuine Christian, a demon may come your direction, but you've got power over them to rebuke them. And they've got to listen to you. It doesn't matter how old or how young you are. God's able. So let's come. Let's pray. Let's seek the Lord here this morning. Amen.
Thank you. 